Today's five-star review is from Maria, and it says, Wow, just what I needed. I am so excited I found this podcast. I struggle with self-care and tend to overlook my needs, which in turn doesn't help anyone. This podcast really encouraged me to take care of myself because my kids are my reason, not my excuse. Maria, thank you so much for being here and taking the time to write a review. As a way to say thanks, I'd love to send you something. Go over to our Joy-Filled Mamas group on Facebook and post in there to claim your gift. If you're new here, every single week, I give away a little gift to a five-star review writer. Leaving a written review is one of the absolute best ways you can support this podcast because it tells iTunes and myself that you like what you're hearing. So if you haven't already, go leave a written review and I might just read it on the show next week. And now let's dive into today's episode, five easy tips to make space for Jesus as a mom of littles. Motherhood is beautiful, hard, holy, sacred, and a little messy, but there is still so much joy and purpose to be found right where we're at in this season of mothering and homemaking. Hey friend, I'm Jenna, and you're listening to the Joy-Filled Mama podcast. Here, you'll find faith-filled conversations and practical tips to empower and encourage you on this heavenly assignment we call motherhood. Grab your coffee and let's live joy-filled. When I became a new mom, for months and months it felt like I never opened my Bible because I thought that there was only one way to meet with Jesus. And if I didn't have time to do that, then I didn't have time. Then, on the off chance that I did have time, I would sit down, hear nothing from God, get discouraged, and then give up again. Can you relate? (laughs) Today, we're going to talk through some of the things that I've implemented in my life to help me pursue Jesus during the hectic seasons of motherhood. Because I'm sure you know by now, being a mom, especially when we have babies and toddlers and in these in this early season, in these early years, it's hard to find any time for ourselves, And it's it's a juggling act, it feels like sometimes. And so I just want to help you and give you some insight into some of the things that have helped me really pursue Jesus and not not have to sacrifice my relationship with Jesus in this season because he's called us to this season even even though it's crazy and it's hectic and it takes a lot out of us he's called us to it and so I firmly believe that we don't have to sacrifice our relationship with him that even though it may change that we can still have a a close relationship with the Lord through these early years of motherhood so that's what I want to do today is just give you some of the things that have helped me out The first thing that has really changed my life is learning how and where I hear from God best. For you to pursue Jesus well, you first need to learn how you hear from him. And this is something that I didn't even realize for a long time. I I would hear people talk about how they would sit down and open their Bible and meet with God and he would just reveal all these things to them and then I would go and do what they said that that they do and I would expect the same result and I didn't even realize that in the same way we all have different personality types we all hear from God differently there are books and resources to help with this but truly what I found is the best way to learn how to hear from God 
is to ask him to reveal that to you and then just try different things. I know for me, I hear from God best when I am doing like busy work. So doing the dishes, if I am doing the dishes, I will throw some AirPods in and listen to worship music and God speaks so clearly during that time. Another another place that I hear from God is the shower. No lie. I get so much stinking clarity in the shower. My husband will tell you. I'll get out of the shower and be like, babe, I, I feel so clear about fill in the blank. And he's like, okay. So find those places. For some people, it is early in the morning all by themselves sitting in silence. But sitting in silence isn't how everyone hears from God. So knowing how you hear God and what his voice sounds like to you will help you pursue Jesus better. The next thing that is super important and that I have started doing is inviting Jesus into my day every single day. The first prayer I pray is this, is some version of this. Jesus, I invite you into my day Fill this home with more of you. Help me to be like you in the way I care for my kids and love my husband and steward my home. Come and dwell here. The thing about God is that he wants nothing more than to dwell with us. He wants nothing more than to dwell with you. And he's inviting us to that. But we have to accept the invitation and invite him in. He's not just gonna bust down doors and come and force his way into your life. He gave us free will. He gave us the option to choose, to choose him. And so choose him, choose him daily. Pray that prayer of God, I invite you into this day. Fill these walls, fill this home with you. Come and dwell here. When we say that, when we start our day with that, we invite, we're inviting him in and we're accepting his invitation to dwell among us. And I know in my life, I've seen that I am way more likely to talk to him throughout my day when I start my day by inviting him in. When I open up that window of of conversation and communication, I'm a lot more likely to continue talking with him throughout my day and to continue seeking his face because I've started it off. I've started off my day with the first thing I say is, Jesus, come dwell here. Another way that we can invite Jesus to come and dwell in our homes is playing worship music. And I know that this seems, it seems really like, okay, yeah, whatever, play worship music. But when you are a stressed out, anxious new mom, which I was, and sometimes still am, motherhood brings on the ugly parts of you. It brings out the beautiful parts of you too, but... It brings out the ugly parts of you quicker than any other thing I've experienced. And I never experienced anxiety or stress like I have until I became a mom. And so when those things start to rear their heads, having worship music in my home helps me recenter and realign with God. And I, there's a playlist on Spotify that it's called Worship Songs for Anxiety. And I actually, I haven't experienced anxiety in a long time, but I still, I love all of the songs because they're all reminders of who he is and how he cares for us and what he can do when we invite him into our life. So worship is another way I invite Jesus into my home. 
when your kids are little, I know it's not always easy to set aside time with God each day. It's not always possible. I know that there are times when even though I'm the I'm super intentional about trying to wake up early and set aside time to spend with God and to spend in the word. Some days every day is unpredictable and there are days when my kids wake up super early and they cut my time short and there are days when the kids there there are nights when the kids are up all night because they're teething or because they're going through a growth spurt or whatever it may be and so I'm tired and I don't get to wake up early and I don't get to have that time with God but even even in the craziness you can still seek his face through worship. Worship music is one of the best ways that you can invite the Holy Spirit into your home. Another thing that I have really learned is for me, I need to protect my intake because the more outside voices there are, the less room there is for you to hear the one still small voice that you need to hear. When I was a new mom, when I had just had Miles, he was only a couple weeks old, I remember that's when I started really scrolling Instagram mindlessly. It was the late night nursing sessions. I had gone from working all day and being around people to being home all day with him and not really having anything to do or anyone to talk to. So I turned to Instagram and I would scroll Instagram all day long, basically, it felt like. And I would scroll Instagram anytime that I was up, nursing him, feeding him throughout the night. Anytime that I was up with him, I would be sitting there scrolling Instagram. And this led me down a really dark path of comparison. And this played a part in feeling distance from God. I, I felt only in the last year or so have I really begun to, or honestly the last six months or so, I've really begun to feel close to God again. And I, in part, it's because I have set up some clear boundaries for myself when it comes to social media and Instagram. I realized that the more outside voices there were, the more I was looking at what everyone else was doing. And even if it was, I was, I follow mostly Christian people who are, you know, posting encouragement, but still they're posting what God is speaking to them. That was infiltrating my ears more than what God was speaking to me. I had everybody else's experiences and revelations in my ears that I I didn't I could not hear the one voice that I needed to hear and that was his voice. And I didn't find healing from this until when I had Birdie, I decided to start being really intentional about what I did on those during those late night nursing sessions or during any downtime I had with her because it's easy to just pull out your phone and scroll anytime especially with a newborn because a a lot of your life in those first few months is you know you have a baby attached to you and you're kind of stuck on the couch or stuck in your bed or stuck in a chair so I started being really intentional about what I was doing during those times and I found healing when I started uh, playing worship music quietly on my phone while I nurse and I would just talk to God I would whisper talk to God about anything about my day, about what I was feeling, what I was experiencing, because motherhood, one thing that I think that you can probably relate with is that there are times when it is lonely 
and there's no way to fix or help the loneliness. It's just part of it, part of being, especially when they're little, because you're the one that's feeding them. You're the one that is learning their cues. And so, you know, when you're stuck in a room nursing, when they're still learning how to latch and you're by yourself and it's lonely. And so I just, I realized that I needed a friend and I just started talking to God like I was talking to a friend. And that's, that's the last thing that I really want to share with you today is that you have got to start viewing your relationship with Jesus as an active friendship. This changed my life. I've been a Christian my entire life. I grew up in kids church and I served in children's ministry for a long time. And one thing that I always heard and that we would always say uh, to, to kids and I always heard as a kid is that you should just, when you pray, you should just talk to God like you're talking to a friend. And when I served in children's ministry, the prayers that we would hear from those young kids were so innocent and beautiful and precious. And they just, they filled my heart. So I can only imagine how Jesus felt. We lose sight of this when we become adults. And I think that this is what Jesus was talking about when he said to be like little children. This is childlike faith. You know, children, they aren't concerned with polished prayers and carving out perfect time to meet with Jesus. They just walk with him. That's it. They walk with him. They talk with him. And that's what he's calling us to, especially in this season of motherhood. He's calling us to a Matthew 11, to to walk with him and to work with him, to learn his unforced rhythms of grace. And how does this look practically? It's simple. Start talking to him. Start, like I said before, inviting him in. Talk to him while, while you do the dishes or while you feed your baby. Talk to him when you're finally getting a moment of quiet after they go to sleep. Just talk to him. Walk with him. Stop feeling like you need to carve out this special 30 minutes of time to meet with him and that's when your relationship with him is going to become good. I think that it's the other way around. When I started viewing my relationship with Jesus as an active friendship, because that's who, that's who God is. You know, I think that a lot of people want to view God as this condemning being and, and they don't like the grace side of, of God. God is many parts. And I believe that Jesus, the same Jesus who walked the earth is the Jesus who desires to dwell among us. The Jesus who calls us friend and who who gets down with us and picks us up out of the dust and sits with us. You know, he wants to be our friend. He's our Lord and he's our friend. That's what it means to be a friend is to walk with him, to talk with him, to invite him into your life. Our culture tends to want a quick fix to everything, but that's not usually how God works. So friend, this is not a five-step program for you to see results. But I promise you that over time, you will feel close to him. I promise that if you start just making space for him, start inviting him in, start talking with him, start playing worship music throughout your house, you'll begin to to feel him and to feel him near you. Because that's one thing I know for sure about God is that when we invite him in, he comes and he's with us. 
motherhood is crazy and hectic and busy and I cannot stress that enough. I know that motherhood is a lot. Being a mom takes a lot out of us. I feel it too. But friend, your relationship with Jesus does not have to suffer just because of this season, because he's placed you here and he's graced you for this and he will walk you through it if you let him. Hey mama, real quick before we go, if this podcast brought value to you today, could you do me a favor and head over to iTunes and leave a review? I love hearing about what God is doing through this podcast, and it would mean so much to me to know how you are enjoying it. Praying joy, unspeakable joy over you today and always, and praying that you face whatever life brings at you with the joy of the Lord as your strength. I'll see you next week.